Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, it's five o'clock somewhere, which means it's five o'clock right now with Lori and Julie here at My Talk 1071. It's been a great show. We've got another hour left. How's it going, guys? Yes, Graham, we're going to get callers three, four, five, Ooh. six. Today. Three, four, five, six. six. So we're giving away those Madonna tickets yes, right we now. Are. All right. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. So yes, callers three four five six. You're gonna have to finish the lyric. And I just want you to know, Julia, that Austin Butler is finally crediting oh, his ex Vanessa Hudgens for his first Oscar nomination. After well, chatting with the L.A. Times, he admitted that the friend who he said encouraged him to uh, audition for um, Elvis was his girlfriend of nine years, uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Okay, good for him. He got yeah. enough crap on the internet from that. Yes, and I owe her a lot for believing in me. I love it. Because they did date for almost 10 flipping years. And yeah. when he called her a, a, a friend, friend. yeah. Um, and then she did the crying thing yeah. over his, yep. that he's gone to the lady Gaga School of Acting campaign. That was hysterical. It was. So, that was hysterical. So I think that's a good way for him to, you know, put a pin in it. Right. You know, so we were just talking, Grant was just telling us about Willie Nelson's 90th birthday. At the Hollywood Bowl. Epic two-night concert oh. at the Hollywood Bowl. This makes me want to go. I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl. It's one of my dreams. We drive by it all the time. All the time. I mean, Lyle Lovett, Casey Musgraves, the Chicks, the Lumineers, Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Yeah. Nora Jones, Cheryl Crow, Chris Stapleton, Snoop Dogg, the Yvette Brothers. This would be epic. Oh, my god! If, if people are looking for something to do April 29th. Um... Yeah, a friend of mine just went to the Hollywood. Roseanne Cash. I mean, this would be super The two-day tickets, they go on sale a week from Saturday. They go on sale this Saturday. Um, and um, those are going to get gobbled right up. Yep. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Wow. And while we're waiting. For- oh, Grant's we're ready got to names. go. Yes, so, I've yeah, got all going. of our callers. So callers three, four, five, and six were Betsy, Ryan, Courtney and Brian with a B was number six. So we're going to start out right now with our first caller, which was Betsy, or first number three caller. She's our first contestant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Betsy, how's it going? Uh, it's going well. Awesome. Bro. Are you feeling lucky, Betsy? Oh, I hope so. I'm very nervous. Okay. Well, just you're going to get it. the song and try and clear your mind so the rest of the lyric just comes to you. Yes. All right. All right. All right, I'm going to play this for you here, Betsy. Let's go. It will burn inside of me. Nice job. Let's play it. Woo! That's, of course, Live to Tell off the album True Blue. Okay, tell us, Betsy, are you a big Madonna fan? I'm not going to lie. I actually already have tickets, but I'm hoping these are better than the ones that I could afford i love that i love that i'm hoping for you too and i'm Edging hoping they're not in the last row you're right, you're right. 
I mean, I don't know if it could get any worse than where I'm at right now. But hey, I get to see her. So but that's you're all a big fan. This is great. This is great. And so- you'll be able to sell your other tickets. Yeah, or give them away or to give somebody. Them away. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll have people that would yeah. like them. Oh, you're, oh, you're going to have people. Yes, yes you have a fun so, group. Who they won't <laughs> care. They're just like, just won't. Don't charge me. Just charge me what you paid for them. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. All okay, right. Wonderful. Well, thanks for listening, and congratulations. And Grant will take all your information. So we'll awesome. do that. Thank you, girls. Thank Absolutely. You. And thank you, Ryan, Courtney, and Brian, for staying on hold there. Sorry, guys, but we've got another chance tomorrow and Friday. Yes, we do. do. All right, so listen to this. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about how people are doing these short-term stints in Vegas. Yes. Like Stevie Nicks is doing it. Um, Now the latest is James Taylor, and he's going to do a five-night residency in June. Remember when Holly went with her mom and she Mm -hmm. just said it was the best thing Mm -hmm. ever? That'd be a fun one. I'm always game to plan a trip to Vegas for a show. I know, but it's in June. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind June. I don't yeah. mind June. I don't mind June. You June, know, I mean, all you need is the concert. Yeah, exactly. You know, like my mom has hinted that she would love to see Donnie and Rod Stewart. Are they uh, performing the same, together? It, well, they're both going to be there in May. Oh, lovely. You know, like go Friday night and Saturday Because you night. guys went last year to see Donnie. In October, and he fell in a, <laughs> in a charitable run and hurt his shoulder. And I couldn't have been more shocked getting a call from Harris at four in the afternoon. I'm like, why is Harris calling me? This can't that, be good. That was so random and weird that he fell in a charity run. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, mm-hmm. and so Rod, we've seen Rod Stewart. I'm done with Rod. I've. I've done Rod. We just did Rod. I my mom has never seen him. Oh. She just loves him. I hope she looks at our 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 show page today so she can see Rod in his various decades in, in what he wears to the airport. Oh my! Right up until last year in the red jeans. Yeah, he he's a fashionable one. Well, what was he we, wearing? He when had we saw tight him. pants on oh, and a flowery shirt. That's I mean, his look. It is. That's who he is. He, and he's retained his skinny legs. Yeah, and for men, if you have skinny legs, those don't go away. Yeah, they kind of last they get forever. Little, and they kind of get littler. Yeah. As you age. Yeah, oh my gosh. Oh, Grant, how happy. I mean, my oh, word. Betsy was just ecstatic. I love it that she already bought tickets. I know. She's hoping mm-hmm. that these are better. <laughs> hey, she's, she's a fan, though. She's hedging. Right? I like it. You yeah, know? no you kidding. Get yourself in while you can, and then if you can get a better seat, why not yeah. try it? She, she was the third caller, so mm-hmm. good on her. Uh, Julia, your girl Noah Cyrus has popped up at Fer- Paris Fashion Week and <laughs> made quite a statement um, in her necklace. We've posted the photo. I have to say that Noah is one of the few people I've seen in no eyebrows Who's, it's actually working on her. <laughs> you know why? You want to know why? Grant, why is in that? real life. Okay, because... because Most people do not look good in no eyebrows. But Noah looks good. She looks... She has such a an egg-shaped, or we call it oval-shaped face. face. And her hair is so dark, and her, she's very white. Yes. And she's very... She's very Elvira looking. She's very yeah. Elvira looking, and I and boy does she have an amazing voice. I really like her music. Mm-hmm. It's just chill. She's wearing like a big, huge necklace, so it looks like almost like you know, like the chains that you tie boats up with. Mm-hmm. They're that big. big. Yeah, they are. They're that big. A massive chain link. Artfully, yeah. it's so artfully. It's covering 
her breasts, but yet she's got peekaboo nipples. She does. They're poking out. And so some places are publishing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she's able to put it on her Instagram, but slowly but surely the nipple is being freed. Oh, I've seen it everywhere. <laughs> slowly but surely. And ever since, yeah, I'm not going to say it out loud because I got to do some behind the scenes work on something. But I am telling you. Anyway, she looks kind of great in this whole outfit. I like she's, it so much better than Kylie in the lion head, the mm, plushie. Mm-mm. What is that going to be? That that could oh, be no. the Halloween I am, costume. I am yes, the fashion. It's going okay, to be. that could be the Halloween. Like the costume. shark from the Super Bowl right. became the huge thing. It's going to be people taping us. Because you can dress glamorous and you wear just, a skin tight dress and, and then, then just get some kind of a plushie, a lion, and stick yeah. it in your top. Okay, mm-hmm. um, let's just see. And do I have like um, Kylie and do big over exaggerated lips. There you go. Mm-hmm. I have the fashion trends for this spring, and I'm and I do not see lion heads on no, here. It's not. But tassel details, fringe dresses, tops, and beach cover ups. Oh, yeah. Lace and laser cutouts. Mm. Um, floral prints. You know we like those. And suiting, wearing an oversized blazer. Yeah, like and dressing then, like Diane Keaton. Basically, I love that look, though. Every time I've ever gone to put on a huge belt like she does over a jacket, I look ridiculous. I don't know why. I don't know You would think you could because you're so tall and skinny. Maybe I need a hat. Maybe you got to do the whole look like that. And an ascot. Something. A beret. (laughs) And some... (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's all these other things. I basically have to go in disguise. It really is a disguise uniform. Pretty You're soon you look like Johnny Depp. Like me, though. And if I wear the big heel belt with the blazer, I'm just like, boob. Boob. Oh, yeah, we have short torsos. Yeah. Not- I'm, I'm, excuse me. Lori and I had our silhouette analysis done years mm-hmm. ago from Christopher Hopkins' mom. We have mom. perfect silhouettes. We have perfect silhouettes. Oh, good we don't, we yeah. don't have too long a... Tr- we're... The Our right. measurements are perfectly proportioned, but there are things that we both have to stay away we're from. Bo- we're broad-shouldered gals. I'm broad and flat, and Julie's and broad and busty. So yeah. we have a few things we cannot wear. Cannot. That we used to try and wear. Uh, Baby bo- doll dresses. Boat necks. Tried boat necks forever. <laughs> Love a boat neck. And we look like absolute building blocks. We do. We really yeah. do. But purple's the other one. Purple, Purple, lilac, lavender, grape, grape, eggplant. It's all all the rage. So if you're wondering what to wear, along with your lion head's pin, (laughs) I think that would be so funny. It's just great costume. I mean, really. I I don't know if it'll have legs. It might not. last all the way then, but it would be an easy, like if you are someone who keeps your Halloween ideas Mm -mm. and you like the idea of being glamorous or going as drag Kylie Jenner, that outfit would be very easy to do what Pull were off, you yeah. this Halloween? I can't remember what you were. I was, um, I had a prisoner of love. Casey mm-hmm. was my prisoner in the prison yes. outfit, and I was the red devil. And you were trying to get him to wear the Elvis glasses with the sideburns, right? Was that, but he wouldn't no. wear them, or and his you wore it with the jogger pants, which might have been tight. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> the gray sweatpants. There, we, there was something last in there. year, Grant. We Grace, remember this crap Grace. because <laughs> next year, <laughs> if she doesn't dress as Austin Butler and Sharon Stone, <laughs> yes, in drag. Yeah, right. That would be hysterical. Oh, I mean, that is going to be it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
Yeah, we've got some dirt surrounding Army Hammer and his camp right now. Wow, this is an interesting story. We've okay. all learned about his past and allegations of rape and cannibalism and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, and lost, lost movie roles, movie roles and everything. Well, now it has come out that apparently, allegedly, his ex-wife... Eliz- Wasn't this CNN reporting this? CNN and Page Six are both reporting this right now. Um, right. So Elizabeth Chambers, his ex-wife, was the one that reportedly leaked these stories oh. to the... To these wow. media outlets. And not only they were getting divorced. Yeah. Yes, right. When they were getting divorced during the pandemic. He ruined his income. <gasps> he ruined yep. her income. He basically had a private Instagram account that she leaked. And she tried to do this actually through a close friend of hers. She tried to get access. Well, she did get access to her friend's email account. And started, an army had a Finsta. Yeah, an this, army had a private Instagram yeah. account. And so she was going to ask her friend to leak these stories and then she was going to ask her friend to also leak this Instagram account. Well, her friend didn't really want to participate in the actual... Get in the middle of the Get in the middle, but she was like, hey, maybe we, you know... Basically, what it sounds like is Elizabeth hijacked her friend's email account. Oh. And then sent these stories to the media outlets and this Insta, this Finsta account with all these pictures. And then basically her friend realized kind of what was going on. And she said that she got super uncomfortable about it and that she uh, her excuse to get out of it was that she needed to change her password because she felt there was some oh, wow. suspicious stuff going on uh, on her email. it was email. too late for Army Hammer. Way too late because within two days of getting all this information, they had fire. already run with the story and oh. everything had gone out viral. Now, this is not the only thing about this. Elizabeth is also telling her friend Things that are not really you should be telling about the victims. She said in in text message exchange that have the screenshots have been sent to CNN and they have been seen. Elizabeth says that the victims of Army Hammer are all crazy and that they're just making this up. She is. Well, remember the time and place of when these two are splitting up. She's finding out he's had this secret life. Very, very pissed off about it. Uh, things you, you gotta, you know, you gotta like, set it up properly. There. Yeah, well, I, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, oh my gosh, leaking stories about each other. I mean, that just shows you how dirty that this, uh, this got with him because remember there was just like story after story. What there if was. all the stories were coming from her? And that's kind of what they're that's saying. That's what right they're now. saying. Yeah. Uh, what if she alleging? Yeah. I this think is, he lost everything. Oh. Well, there were women, though, that came forward with yes. that they're, they I think had there a scary were time. With- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So, yeah, yes, there, there were. were. So it wasn't hard for her to play dirty with him because he had all kinds of secrets that he wanted to keep. And he's probably been lying to her. 
Yeah, in one text uh, that was obtained by Page Six, Chambers texted her friend and said, we need to get back to commenting and sending these tips specifically to the Daily Mail and The Sun about Lily James. Oh, because they were oh. co-stars mm-hmm. in that one movie. And that wasn't true, though. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So she, but she, she was, was the one implying it. advantage because the Lily James had been spotted with Dominic West. Right. My gosh, oh, it's easy to that's dirty. manipulate that the is, paparazzi and that is the, the tabloid press. Yep. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, like we said, within uh, the story came out two days after all of these things were leaked to the media wow. outlets. So this is just getting you know mm-hmm. darker and scarier and crazier as we go on, mm-hmm. and we shall see. I'm, I'm sure, sure nobody's. I'm sure she's not commenting. Yeah, that's it. They have reached out, and representatives for both chambers and for Army Hammer have not mm-hmm. responded to comments oh to this story yet. So. Crazy, right? And uh, moving on to Britney Spears, we've got good news because there was a little bit of a scare earlier today. There was, there was a, it was short, but it was short lived. Hear about a scare? I there was a short lived scare that she was uh, in some trouble, and some fans and that that uh, went to TikTok, and they also called the police to do a welfare oh, check on her house. Not. Yeah, a neighbor apparently, uh, not a neighbor, but a person that lives in the neighborhood who was also a fan said that there has been. Sus- Suspicious okay, that's activity. Harassment of Britney agree. Spears. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. And so she said that there was suspicious activity on her online accounts, and then all of a sudden and she they deleted everything. And so the police did go okay. and did a, a welfare check, but they did say that it, it, that this is a very non-public issue, and they're not giving a lot of details. No, they're just saying she's not. okay. There's nothing oh, to worry on. about. This is this is you know we can't be divulging stuff about mental health, but they actually did, and they have confirmed. A police spokesperson said that she is, but like, totally just fine. that seems like that's, that's like abuse. that's abuse on Britney that a, that fans can call and the have a wellness have check a, yep. because she's but deleted listen, her Instagram. The, this group of fans probably feels like oh. they're responsible for getting her out of conservatorship. Good point. Because yeah, but they weren't. It was I a lawyer and it was I a legal system. And yeah, but else. part of it was involved with the TikTok because once one did, the idea spread, and that's kind of how the. Not the sensation, right, but the, the idea. The sensationalism. They got a bunch of people calling yep. the Calabasas Sheriff's Department. Oh, my God. So she is definitely fine. And, yeah, like you said, kind of an uproar for nothing there. Uh, we have a little update here from the Razzies. They have apologized after nominating a 12-year-old actor for Worst actor, uh, worst Actress. And her name is Ryan Kira Armstrong. And now they have decided that they are now going to introduce an age limit for nominations <laughs> following the blowback. Because you don't really want to nominate a 12-year-old right. for a horrible acting performance. I and mean, come, come on. Come on. They could have nominated Anna Darmus. Yes. For Blonde. She's playing... Do you, well, you probably didn't see that movie, but do you remember Drew Barrymore was in a Stephen King movie called Firestarter? Mm. She was like 12 or 14. It's about this girl who's pirate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can start I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's a remake of Firestarter. Okay. That's so it's it. just this 12-year-old little girl. So people were like all mad about it. And apparently the Razzies have never nominated anyone, mm. a kid actor. Mm-hmm. And then they realized, oh, we're getting publicity for all the wrong reason. Let's issue something and get some other things going on, and we'll say we won't do this again. The smart move. Yeah. Good, good PR. They should definitely not be nominating kids. I, yeah. I like it's a good move in their part. And they never had. No, apparently. they never had. Exactly. So this is a new thing, and they learned their lesson, and they're moving on from it. Actually, I was kind of intrigued. I was like, oh, Firestarter. I remember that movie. I read that book. I love that. <laughs> there you go. Well, we've got some news on Harry Styles here. 
You know how he recently broke up with Olivia Wilde, which we all knew was coming because and of that's the... not recent anymore. Well, no, that's not no, recent, no, no. but it was not too long ago. But now it looks like he might have a new woman in his life, and this could be someone that was in his life a long time ago. Apparently, this girl named Ellis Calcutt, they dated apparently, allegedly, back in the 2010s, and they're f- close friends back in London, and they've been spotted together getting coffee and some sandwich and a breakfast. Always good to go home. Yeah. So maybe he's dating again. Maybe he's just hanging out with a friend. An old friend, yeah. You never know, but mm-hmm. hey, at least he's going away from the... Um, well, how about Don't Worry Darlene didn't get a peep of anything. Oh, well, that why could have gotten it? a drama, a dramatic uh, award for the most dramatic movie being made in a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> could have gotten a Razzie that for the worst something. press tour of all time. I mean, you know, I guess I still want to watch that movie at some point. Yeah. I don't know when that point will be. It might be like Pickleball. I feel like I, I just I, think about it. I peeked at it once, and yeah. I just didn't. No. no. Yeah. Not happening. I did. I watched... I think I saw the end of it on the plane. Oh, I you're not you couldn't pay me. Yeah, couldn't pay me to watch that. No, it's a car chase. Thanks, Grant. All right, thank you guys. Let's take a look at your mic. Hey everybody, Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor, and uh, Casey said to me yesterday, "said you know what? I'm real, real glad you bought this couch." Really? And I looked at it and I realized this. He flipped it over. This. He's like, I knew it was American made, but I just wanted to see. And I said, Mm. Yeah. And it really is seriously. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a couch though without the cushions, where oh, it's the, yeah, that yeah. kind of whatever kind They're of back that is. Cushions. Yeah, I l- like it so much, Julia. I love how much you love it. Uh, yeah. I just really do because you were due. I was I, due, and I also did not want to have to. I wanted. I really wanted to be able to just find something there and take it home. That was like very important to me. And then I liked the pricing. Right. Okay. The pricing is phenomenal. Yeah. And really, at Furniture Man, if you find something you love, take it with you. But if you really want to go in and you're not finding exactly what you want, everything's customizable. They'll take care of you. Timelines for that have shortened extremely. Furniture Manor. Vintage quite the scandal okay well you know a couple of weeks ago julia i actually just last week um screen legend film siren gina lolo brigida passed away at the age of 95 and she had had surgery in september for a broken thigh after a fall but um she was, you know, she had dual careers in Hollywood in Europe, but um, she was, her rise to stardom was very, very fast. And she made movies in Europe and the U.S. She signed a long-term contract with Howard Hughes, never made a movie, starred alongside Yul Brenner, Frank Sinatra, Rock Hudson, kept company with Salvador Dali, Fidel Castro, pioneering heart surgeon Christian Bernard, wow. had a running wow. drama fest with Sophia Loren, a rivalry so, first, so fierce one wondered whether there was enough oxygen in Italy for the two of them. Who was it with? Sophia Loren. Oh. And she was born in Subiaco, Italy in 1927. She was the second of four daughters of Giovanni and Giuseppina, Lolo Brigida, and when Allied air attacks destroyed their home in the early days of World War II, mm-hmm. the family fled to the inner uh, core of Rome. Oh, wow. And okay. she was studying sculpture at the Academy of Fine Arts in Rome when a talent agent spotted her and asked her to come to um, 
Sincitia, which I don't think I'm saying that right, but it's um, Sincitia Studios, which is like basically where Sergio Leone made all of his spaghetti western. Oh, sure. It was like the equivalent of MGM. Sure, sure, sure. Outside of Rome. And when she was summoned to the studio, um, which was the hub of all Italian seminars, she was offered a thousand lira to sign. And she said, I said, no, it's a million. And they said, okay. What year is this? This is, uh, oh my gosh, it's, uh, you know. 50s? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And she told Vanity Fair in 2015, I thought that would put a stop to the whole nonsense. And then they said yes. Oh, wow. And she was cast in several movies filmed in Italy, including several for which she had no credit. Um, include before filming Alina, which was a melodrama in which Gina Lola Brigida uses her beauty as her chief weapon in a dangerous smuggling operations. That caught the attention of Howard Hughes, and he became obsessed with her. Oh, and she was 23 at the time, and she was married at the time to her husband, Miko Skofik, and she was invited to come to Hollywood. And she said, only if my husband Miko can come. So he said, yes, there will be tickets delivered, blah, blah, blah. She, you know, gets just one ticket. Of course. And she goes. From Howard Hughes. From Howard Hughes. Upon her arrival, she was taken to the Townhouse Hotel, where she was practically a prisoner, as she was only allowed to be to leave if she was accompanied by Howard Hughes. He threatened to derail her career unless she divorced her husband and tricked her into signing a contract which forbid her from working in Hollywood unless it was under Howard. She said in the same Vanity Fair interview, Howard Hughes asked me to divorce Miko and marry him and I would have everything I wanted, a brilliant career, furs, jewelry, everything. I was married, and for me, my marriage was for life. I yes. was 23. I couldn't return to Hollywood without Howard Hughes filming a lawsuit because he said it, I was his property. So she went back to Italy, and Italy was pulling itself out of everything World War II mm-hmm. and everything that was going on, and she became sort of the face of La Dolce Vita right. to try and get the all-important tourist to come yes, back yes, yes, to yes. Rome. And at the same time, Sophia Loren was <laughs> now Gina accused Sophia Loren of fabricating the feud and keeping it alive for publicity. Gina told Vanity Fair, I was never looking for any rivalry. I was the number one. My God. Uh, Sophia and her press agents started the rivalry with me and she hasn't stopped for 50 years. It was really boring. I had enough of that. Even when she changed press agents, and I never had a press agent, she continued. She said it was always something she fed. And following her death, Sophia issued a statement, which which was, yesterday I was too heartbroken, couldn't find the words, Dear Gina, your body's extinguished, but the light of your star will shine. I love you, Gina. Sophia. So, I don't know how Gina would feel about that. And, um... She was um, uh, Prince Rainier of Monaco pursued her for like 20 years, including when he was married to Grace Kelly. He would make he would make passes in front of her. And she said, um, and I would say to him, my God, I'm not going to do anything. But why are you so blatant 
with these passes right? in front of your wife. Exactly. And she said he was so mad at me that I called him out on that, that he didn't talk to her for like 20 years. But after Grace Kelly died, they became friends, friends. again. Okay. Even though nothing ever happened. And her marriage, she she had a son with him. She said she should have married Howard for the money. <laughs> um, in nineteen eighty four, an honest person. Yeah, in nineteen eighty four, fifty seven year old Gina met twenty three year old Javier Ragu y Rafael, a Spanish easy, man. Easy for you to say. They went public years later in two thousand and six. Okay, they met in eighty four, and he said at the time in two thousand and six that. Gina is my love. We've been divinely happy all these years. Gina also, who did love younger men, said, um, you know, in the beginning it was just passion. Later came love. I've always had a weakness. Anyway, they ended up like suing each other. He he married him by proxy. He wanted money. My name is being dragged. I've loved her. So that was a big, messy thing. Then in 2019, she was defrauded out of millions of euro by her ex-chauffeur, Andrea Pizzola. In 2019? Yes. He set up bank accounts in his parents' name to transfer, transfer thousands of her fortune. And then he bought cars and properties. And then a year later, in 2020, she had to go to court to fight with her estranged son by her first husband. And she hired a mafia-busting lawyer. She had to fight with her son for control of her fortune. Right. And um, that's a traumatic ending. Well, and in 2017, she also opened up about uh, her Me Too stories. We found out about, you know, just getting assaulted and molested and grabbed and all of that, but yeah, she did. Uh, she had very uh, good friends, and she lived at home up until this fall. She had last fall at and the age old, of ninety-five. Isn't that something? And she was described as I love this description of her: um, a lady who made Marilyn Monroe look like Shirley Temple was one of. Her- <laughs> That's awesome. Whatever description. That's a great quote. And she did have a BAFTA nomination for a movie called Bread, Love, and Dreams. And she got a BAFTA for Best Foreign Actress. It's regarded by most critics as her best, most natural role. And then in 1953, she finally got to come back to Hollywood and she starred with Humphrey Bogart in Beat the Devil. And it was her first English-speaking film. I've never seen one of her movies. No. No. Trapeze, that was with Tony Curtis. Remember, she's a star in the 40s and yeah. 50s. Yep. And in the 60s. She was in Solomon and Sheba. But I she, feel like I saw that. You for might some have. reason, I feel like that was always on TV. And for a period of time, she was on Falcon Crest in 1984. Oh, now I love that. As a that. character. I used to love that. And, of course, like any great anybody... If you were around in the 70s, you made an obligatory appearance on The Love Boat. And Gina Lola Brigida did. And you can find it on YouTube.
That was such a great show. So great. I don't know why they don't bring that show back. of the 70s. I don't know why they don't bring that back. It totally was. It was. It totally was. Well, I like knowing her. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, a great legend of Italian Gina cinema. Gina Lola Brigida. I know. What a great it's name. It's a great name. I, I hate to spell it out, though. Yeah. L-O-B-R-I-D-I-G-G-A. Yeah. And her real name, she was Luigi Lola Brigida. And oh. she changed it to Gina Lola Luigi. These uh, good old Italian names. I, know. I love it. All right, thank you. That's yeah. kind of fun. All oh. right, we'll be right back. All right, everybody, learning Rx. We love it. We know you will, too. It It's a game changer. And if um, we had the cutest testimonial yesterday about a little girl who just started the program, was only a month in, and just was so excited. Oh, Mallory. Yeah, about her cha- good memory, Laurie, about mm-hmm. her changes and her dad said she's so excited about school and everything. You know, life doesn't have to be that hard, but when you don't know how to read and it for some reason everyone, you know, I remember years ago we had a mom who was a reading specialist and she could not teach her child how to read and she tried everything. There's something to be said like a lot about learning a scientifically proven way of teaching children how to learn and especially how to read. And it all starts with that one hour assessment. Mention Lori and Julia and it's half off. It is truly eye-opening, nationally recognized test. 952-949-6900. Does it feel like Friday at 5? Oh, yeah. It does feel like <laughs> oh, Friday yeah. at 5. It's, I don't know why. Charlie? Oh. Grant, I know that you can stand up today. You were having back seizures. Yeah, that was a bad day yesterday. And so. we're glad you came in today. Thank you. Yes. I know you're in pain. And Lori, we're having eye situations. I'm having an eye situation. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, is this? I mean, and I think of going to see my mom, and she's just all peppy and cheery and walking in the garage <laughs> yeah. at her building. And I'm like, you never complain. Never. No, it blows me away. And we, we, Lori and I are just hemming and on in here today. Like, well, I'm tired. You're tired. I'm I tired. seriously have potato chips in my eyes. So I'm really Ouch. having an issue. Between it's, the three of us, we could build one solid person, I think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my, gosh. my hips, your eyes, and yeah. Grant's back. Honest to Pete. Did you guys hear, you know, when you're talking about Gina Lola Brigida? Lola Brigida. <laughs> yeah. And you're talking about her chauffeur scamming money away from her. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this headline the other day. Um, Usain, what? How do you say his name? Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. Usain, Usain Bolt. Yeah. How he w- lost twelve million dollars of his retirement fund and is oh, only no. left with nothing. And Wasn't he, his brother or something? Or who is, was? It? Is it, it the FBI? It was twelve point seven million dollars in U.S. belongings of the renowned check um, track star has gone missing. Oh no! And they say Jamaica's government has turned to the FBI for help to investigate this massive fraud case involving a private investment firm. Mm-mm. Um, the fraud lasted 13 years, oh, 13 years, and is also ensnared, el- ensnared, I can almost say that, wow, um, oh. elderly clients and government agencies, authorities oh, no. don't yet know how much was stolen. Attorney oh. for him says his account was just dwindled down to $12,000. Oh, that's horrible. Um, they oh. asked for other international partners um, to help them, but there's anger and unease, of course, and you know, I was just thinking of, you know, everything's electronic. And you don't even get us going. Right, Please but I subject. felt for him. I yes, mean, he was course. such a great... And I, that's going to be hard to even, you know, because his stardom is gone. That, right. that That pedestal of, of advertisements and endorsements sure. is gone. So, yeah. oh, that's it. It's a tough one. So I hope the Ooh. FBI can help him do that. Now, another, How is the FBI out? Because the they're investment gonna, firm is here. Yes, yeah. they're yeah. going to go after and Got figure it. out how the fraud is... 
being a forensic accountant right now would be a, a highly lucrative job, oh, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. Much in need. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you're wondering, this is just random. Again? All right, fine. Do you have something better to say? If well, you talk you about that TV guy stuff. or Elvis, I'll kill you. Usually give us uh, like TV stuff. <laughs> we don't want you to just start randomly just telling us crap. Oh, guy or Elvis. You could have just led with the story, and I bet you if you didn't say this is I'm a random fact, you'd been you. all right. I'm going to tell you tomorrow. Okay. Okay, so tonight, Al King is on Watch What Happens Live. Last night, oh, it was God. really fun. Julie Bowen from Modern Family was on with um, Julia Roberts' niece. What's her name? Emma Roberts. Emma, Emma Roberts. Roberts, yes, yes. They were dressed exactly alike. It was, they were? It was beyond. Well, it was so not cute. planned, but they both had on like sparkly bustier tops with black, you know, pants. Oh. It was black cute. trouser. They were very cute together. I it, thought it was it, good energy in the clubhouse. I thought it was too, Lori. Um, I told you already about this premiere on Hulu of Extra, Extraordinary, a British comedy about a world where everyone has a superpower except for one girl who's desperately trying to figure out where hers is and if she'll ever get one. I have to I ask you, in The Last of Us, did you stop watching it when <laughs> the girl, the one woman um, started kissing, kissing the monster and <gasps> then the spores came out of his mouth? No, you didn't I, get that far? Oh. I, <laughs> I shut my eyes before that. I yeah. decided I can't hand... I don't like... I'm not a zombie fan. That's your thing. Well, they're not zombies. Well, whatever they are. Yeah, you don't like There's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. With I, I like some monsters because you got you guys yeah. both like twelve the twelve station. I hated that. Show. Oh, station oh, eleven. Station I had a, eleven. I had a great conversation with someone this weekend about that, and he was like, "Have you ever seen this show, Station Eleven? Ah, I'm like, "We tried to promote that show, and yeah. it just, but it never really." Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. My buddy loved it too. He'll be happy to hear that we're having this conversation. Okay, good. Because you guys both love that. Oh, that was a great movie. But you show. have to really like that is a specific kind of a genre that but that was apocalyptic with a heart. Yes. It was that how to had. how the arts and life would continue in a positive way okay. than, than I, the negative I, side of I, things. I I watched that damn thing until I think I finally decided well, you missed the, the, the great end. ending. Oh, when she walks right by him. Uh, the great mm, ending. I'm not going back to it. I'm Very just gonna say I'm not even gonna Are lie. Are you enjoying kaleidoscope? Anyone I am. I'm in it right now. I, we're yeah. gonna go I we were gonna meet at the club and I'm like, no, let's let's get Chinese and go home yes. and watch kaleidoscope. That sounds like an excellent Excellent idea. Doesn't it? I have to say, though, if I were watching that show again, and everyone watches it in different orders, because right. it's a heist movie, it's two days before the heist, Seven it's five years, years before yeah. this, that, it goes back and forth. But everyone watches the same, at least, last two episodes. And the la- the second to last episode is six months after the heist. The last episode is the day of the heist. Right. I would switch that order and watch the day of the heist, and then six. I'm going to do after. that. It makes sense to do it that way. Yeah, Grant, yeah. did you watch? It I the did. Same way? No, I did it the opposite way. So, so. I'm going to do well, it. Did you feel like kind of a letdown? I did. Yeah, well, yeah, because you kind of knew what happened, and then like, what's the point in watching the next sure. episode? I'm I, like, I don't know why the creators decided that we would all watch pink and white or whatever that order because yep. they didn't have uh, they don't have episode numbers. They have color numbers. Colors, yeah. I just felt Casey said it didn't make any difference. No, I just felt. That I want the penultimate episode. Me too, to be the to be the actual thing that they planned right for six episodes, and then I want to see what the end result was. I agree. Yeah. All right, so thank so you for that, that heads up because yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that definitely. Um, because on Netflix it just says next episode, next episode, but it gives you color. 
Yes, so you know what so you're watching. You can go to episodes and you can read. Yeah, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure we look at that. Um, it was just announced today. Five Twin Cities chefs have made the semifinalist list for the 2023 James Beards Awards. James Beard. Beard. I know it. Yeah, I saw beards. that. I know. Multiple I, I, beards. I, I, I was looking at awards. You get a beard. S. I get a beard. We Everyone get gets a beard. A beard. And, and then Hormel is um, making a Hormel chili um, beer. Oh. So if you want to get something, kind of a chili cheese beer. Kind of. I uh, can't have enough gassy beers for that. That sounds like that sounds like an old uh, special. What was it? Uh, the uh, special X. Special. That was a notorious gassy beer. Huh. Farts Rama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Farts are us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that is really it. If anyone again is going to the AARP um, movie for Corona Board show and or wants, you've got a connection, it wants us to accompany them it would be a lot easier than trying to bust into the red carpet <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, Lori will make me do that you I know will. That. I, I will. don't want to do it I would be like why can't we just relax and have fun no but Julia but Julia one before we go are you going to get to the lanes tonight no I'm not you can't she, she can't, hard I see. can't see oh yeah that God, makes sense Grand, I'm like I got windshield wipers on my eyes I going can, on right as now. I'm talking to you and I know I just she can't tears. see it's tomorrow terrible. night we can look forward to my tennis match at 9 p.m. Oh, that would be swell. <laughs> it's so brutal. Why do you do that to yourself? Well, because that's the time they give us, and that's just how time. it happens. It's like ice time, Grant. Yep, it I is. get it. I get it. All right, have a great night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us tomorrow. Madonna tickets again. Job done. Off you go. <laughs>